Behold, behold, behold the pale podcast. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. My life has value. My life has value. Behold the Pale Podcast. All right, folks, welcome back. To another episode of Behold, 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 a pale podcast. Spectacular for children of all ages. Uh, <laughs> what was that one? I don't even know what that was. That was scary. Uh, I'm sorry. That That's my inner child being uh, killed right there. You better get that fucking inner child in, in, in some type of fucking restraint. Figure out a way to make him all right. Make him a child you want. You don't mind bringing around people. You know what I mean? Right now, he's not quite there yet. But you know who else isn't quite there yet? Not quite almost able to bring around people, uh, some people would say. Um, this gentleman, I know Alex enjoys the entire catalog of this man, the entire discography of this gentleman we're about to get in today. Um, and that is where I call complete 100% bullshit, but go right ahead. You call on the bullshit. So we're going to get uh, world-renowned, you know, punk rock icon. Yeah, I do put him there. Gigi Allen. All right, folks, this isn't really a conspiracy episode. It is kind of, because I feel like there's three possible reasons why Gigi Allen is no longer uh, with us. Well, you know, the most famous one would be uh overdose situation. You know what I mean? Which definitely plays a part into the equation for sure. But I think that there's multiple kind of uh, routes you can take. You know what I mean? Alex, not a fan, you say, eh? No, not even close. And the fact is, I only really learned about him uh, uh, recently. I mean, the thing is that we actually had a uh, a uh, guest on, on uh, uh, one of our shows actually brought up uh, Gigi Allen, and because I was editing, I had to look into it, and I didn't give it a, a give Gigi Allen a second thought. Oh. And then uh, my boy, my boy, my uh, told me told me that we were going to be talking about him today, and so I looked a little bit more into him, and I came about. Uh, what what can you say about Gigi Allen? Um. He's a guy that um, 
the only way that he could uh, get uh, people to listen to him is to be as obscene and as obnoxious and as, you know, despicable as humanly possible. Yeah. So you're forced to, you know, to acknowledge him, whether you want to or not. Um, I, yeah, no, I feel you. You try, there's an artistic value there to it that I thought you might have appreciated, but I guess not. There, there well, is, well, there's a, he kind of almost sacrificed his life to being the most raucous balls to the wall character in rock and roll, well, if you will, or, you know, be one of. Well, I'm, 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 it, it's funny because he reminds me. Yeah. Of a guy I met. Um, actually in the independent film industry, uh, weird guy who, uh, would, uh, you know, we'd be just standing at that guy, a social or something. And then he'd say something like totally off the wall and, 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 uh, and, and, and kind of nuts just, uh, you know, a see, elicit a reaction. Is buddy and, hmm? Is that buddy Butterfuco? No, no, no. Buddy is tame compared to this one. And a lot tamer compared to G.G. Allen. Um, but the fact is that G.G. Uh, Allen and this guy that I ended up working with on like one or two projects yeah. um, are exactly the same guy. The only difference is that one went to the extreme. Both of them are obviously people that... Um, were, you know, always kind of pushed to the sidelines and uh, considered not important. I mean, from what I read about Gigi Allen's uh, family life, his father was fucking nuts beyond belief. Yeah. And the only only way that you have this poor little boy that uh, no one gives a shit about, his father didn't give a shit about him, and the only way to get any recognition was to be obnoxious and obscene and to push the envelope. I mean, it's, I mean, the fact is, if you think about it, a lot of people, I mean, I even put myself into it. I mean, we get into act and get into uh, the uh, entertainment industry because we want to be seen. We want to be acknowledged. Uh, we want to feel like we have some worth. Now, I mean, a lot of people uh, try to do this by, you know, either doing film and all that and try to put something positive into the world. But there's a big chunk of people that, you know, that requires work. That requires talent. It requires, mm -hmm. you know, effort to build something. It's easier right. to tear town. So um, he has the same drive, but he can't build anything. He can't make anything. So what does he do? He goes to the other extreme. He says these despicable things, he mutilates himself on stage, he shits on stage, not because he has any talent or anything like that, he does it because he wants people to look at him and to acknowledge his existence and there's of course a lot of people that feel the same way it's like, you know life sucks, so why don't I just, you know, shit on the stage and throw shit at people I, I I consider Gigi more performance art. Like I, I I think that when when the cameras are off and stuff like that, you know, on stage when he's home, he's not as crazy. You know what I mean? I feel like that's well, more. I mean, I mean that's that's well. I mean, for example, I uh, you go go on to YouTube. 
Yeah. Okay. And there's a lot of people that they have their phones and they see uh, someone who's obviously mentally unstable who's homeless. Right. And they videotape them, you know, in the middle of a psychotic break or, you know, on some drugs and all that. Yeah. Okay. Um, the only difference is, is that Gigi Allen is the homeless person putting the camera on himself. Okay. I mean, the fact is that he's obviously tr- uh, the, the only, only way he can find to make a response is to be as despicable and say as despicable things that he can to make people upset, to piss people off. And of course, that's going to make a lot of enemies. That's going, and of course, there's going to be people that are like driven to that, that, yeah. you know, feel like I want to be that reckless. This is punk rock. No, it's not punk rock. It's having a tantrum on stage. That's what it is. Yeah, well, I mean, that's... that's I want people to look at me. I want to be important. I'm going to freaking do all this crazy stuff and people are going to love me for it because I don't have to actually do anything. I would love to see you and Gigi Allen together in a bizarre podcast. We could do a big... Oh, please, please. Yeah, Gigi... So Gigi's deal, so he was born... Jesus Christ, Allen, his father, to go back, you said his, his father was uh, not father of the year, they say, you know what I mean? Uh, I, 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 there was a good documentary done by Todd Phillips of like Hangover fame and Joker fame uh, called Hated, very cool. Um, it's about Gigi Allen and uh, the, the crazy thing with that is like, uh, right, like the documentary ends with him doing this this like big legendary show at this club in New York and then like Gigi walks the streets with his fans and they're all like looking for a cab and you see this big group of people with him and uh, he gets in a cab and the cab takes off and that's like the last footage of him ever because he overdosed that night like wherever he went and partied is where he overdosed and died so like that documentary is fucking intense because like you're it's about it's intense but in general because you're watching about this character who's it's cartoonish he's almost like a cartoon character that's why I think there's a lot of performance art with him in the music some of the music's good it's dark and it's there's definitely comedy there it's tongue and cheeky you know he he he'd even have to admit to that um. But yeah, the father the father like dug holes to like bury the family. It was in this documentary. I definitely recommend. I think you can get it on Amazon. It was rare for a little while to get, but it's a, it's, a, it's probably one of my favorite music documentaries of all time. Maybe in my bracket of favorite documentaries of all time, it's that great. But uh, so yeah, he came, you know he 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 came from troubled times. Him and his brother Merle. Shout out to Merle if this comes across him. I know he likes you know some true crime stuff, so it's possible. Uh, maybe it works its way into his circle. Uh, I heard Merle was having some health issues, so shout out Merle. Uh, the mother passed away, uh, I think, a couple of years ago. There was a, another documentary called, uh, fuck, I don't know, like oh. uh, something like Family. It's something about a play on family, like all in the family, or something weird. But um, I guess she was a sweetheart that, you know, was a big, you know, it's one of those, it's, 
<clears throat> in a situation like that, it's crazy because you have this figure that the world knows as this shocking person, but there's a, this lady that knows him as little baby, uh, Jesus Christ Allen, you know what I mean? His mother did him the solid, changed his name to Kevin Michael right before school to save him uh, the hard times that would have came with that, you know what I mean? But he was, yeah, well, uh, he, well, he tried, I'm, and he tried some bands before. That, that that he wasn't so kind of shocky, I don't think. So I almost I think that it was almost like a like a gimmick in a way. I know people don't like to hear that, but the same way that all the other rock stars have gimmicks. I think Gigi had a gimmick, and Gigi had a gimmick that was so good that you can't you almost can't think that there is that it is a gimmick. You know what I mean? But that's how great it is. It's like like chic, rest in peace. You know, just legendary stuff. Um, someone say uh, Alexandrian. Would would be a gimmick, you know what I mean? The great one himself, the great one himself, Dad. Oh uh, so, well, I I I mean, the question is, when yeah. does the gimmick become reality? Okay, well, that, it, that or whether often. reality is the gimmick. I mean, the fact is that first of all, I <laughs> wrestlers and stand-up comedians, the reality, the gimmick becomes reality always. Musicians too. Rock stars too, you know what I mean? It's 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 yeah, but but I mean the thing is that yeah. there's a lot of comedians, a lot of uh, rock stars, and all that. They have gimmicks. Right. Um, some of them, you know, are outrageous. They try different things. I mean, heck, Kiss with the face paint and all the theatrics—that's a gimmick, okay? Right. And you can, and there'll be people that you know, you know, uh, make a big thing about oh. You know how how awful they are and and all that, but none of them, okay, you know, go up and say, "Oh, I'm going to attack your kids. I'm going to corrupt your kids." But if you want and, to be a shocking figure, uh, the the mat the makeup's already been done. You got to do something else more shocking, could cut into the nerve. Like I don't think he was having sex with fucking seven eight year old seven eight year old kids like you talked about on the show. And I don't think that was the case. Are you sure? Are you sure? You have proof of this? No, but I'd be willing to bet the way he fucking did drugs and drank, I'd be willing to bet he didn't have much sex at all. That's really all he cared about. Like, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I mean, the (laughs) fact is, the fact is, okay, yeah, that, um, uh, everyone has to try to find that place in the world, okay? I understand that. Um, but the world we live in, well, let's, let's be nice. Okay. Uh, it sucks. Sure. It oh, sucks. Yeah. Life sucks. Um, yeah. and, and the thing is that there's a lot of negativity in the world. That's there true. are those that take the negativity and they have fun with it. And you they, the good, you take they, the bad, the facts, the facts of life, the facts but, of life. But, I mean, the fact is that, and you have those, I mean, heck, you got shock jocks like Howard Stern, and you got a bunch of others that do push the envelope. I mean, they definitely do. But there's pushing the envelope, and there's just being obscene to be obscene. Right. Okay? Now, yeah, I will admit I haven't listened to his music, but then again, you know, his whole shtick 
makes me not want to even give him a shot. Okay, maybe maybe Matt's right. Maybe he is a lyrical genius. Maybe no, he's no, maybe wait, hold on. Maybe yeah. he's as good as Eminem. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I haven't heard his music, but then again, you know, with his theatrics and what he pushes forwards, I don't want to give him a chance. Okay. I don't because, ever don't I don't ever want anybody to say that I that that I uh said he was a great musician or anything like that. Well he didn't he well, just kinda sang, that was his thing. But um Well, his, I mean I, I mean the, the thing, writing was creative was creative and, and some of the music is catchy. Yeah. Sure. I mean it might be, but I mean heck, I'm not gonna uh, uh spend my time checking it out because I mean the Everything he puts forwards in his interviews and all that yeah. makes me not want to give him a shot. Well, that I time mean, came and went. Yeah, we're doing yeah I mean, now, I mean, you know. can you can argue that uh, not. I mean, not too long ago, and when I say not too long ago, probably within less ten years, maybe fifteen years. Mm-hmm. I know there was a big controversy about someone who, you know, decided to um, their art was they took like. A picture of the Madonna, Mother Mary, and then they just spread shit about it on it. Elephant okay? dung on it or something. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and I mean, that I can I mean, it's it's to elicit a response. Kind of sim- okay. simplistic and like it shot the shot. I don't know. I don't really think. But but, so but there's no actual uh, yeah. artistic aspect to it. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, and and the fact is that you know, it, but it's the same as Gigi Allen's is the, the I'd have whole to see fact. Their, I'd have to see their uh, more of their work. Whoever did the cow dung thing, I'd have to see more of their work to give them a full idea. I'd have to see at least yeah. three or five works of art, because for all you know that it could, you know, for all you know that it, compared to their other work, they could be a genius. Maybe, maybe, but then, but, but then again, you know, I have no interest in check. I mean, the thing is, yeah, I'm, not I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a religious guy. I mean, I've, I honestly, I mean, as I always said on this show, I'm more spiritual than uh, following any, you know, actual religion because yeah. when, re- uh, when religion becomes organized, that's when things go to hell. Um, but I mean, and, as I also said, that, you know, when, uh, I mean, art is supposed to elicit a response. But in my opinion, whether it's a good or bad elicit of the art, there has to be something more than, you know, just being obnoxious. Okay. I mean, yeah. heck, I, well, I, 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 I saw a, a kid this, uh, this morning at work that, you know, uh, wanted something uh, that uh, uh, that her her mother didn't want to have, so she threw herself on the ground. She kicked, she screamed, she you know mm-hmm. cried, and like oh, you know, I'm here. and 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 after you know seeing the stuff from Gigi Allen, that's that's what it is. It's yeah. a tantrum. It's a tantrum. And I think, um, was, I think and, it became tantrumy when when he became because he became like a full blown junkie. Heroin addict, you know what I mean? And I think that you're definitely in, in a state of being like a quote unquote, because even though he wasn't, even though he wasn't super big time successful rock star, he still had a lot of respect 
within like that realm. You know what I mean? And the heroin thing, I, I'm sure, you know, being a junkie dude and like being in a position of like people do whatever you want for you, even, you know what I mean? I'm sure he was a big baby dude. I'm sure he, yeah. you know, that, that comes well, with I, it. I mean, I mean, the thing is that there's, I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, heck, uh, I can also, also, I can also understand that, you know, people want to do what they want. They don't want to conform. And, Mm. and I mean, I'm, I'm all for not conforming, but there's, there's a difference between not conforming and then there's this, this be as despicable as, 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 as I can be yeah. to make every, uh, just, I mean, it's not like he's pushing any kind of ideology or a different way of looking at the world or trying to, I mean, it's not even trying to make you question like the government or question your, your, your way of living or, Anything. I mean, it's just noise. That's, 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 I mean, I saw an interview with him. I watched it with Matt. And it's, it's kind of like, I'm going to keep on throwing out everything I can think of and try to make myself out as this, you know, kind of anti-Christ character. Probably because, mm-hmm. you know, his father decided to make, name him Jesus Christ. Which I mean, for any kid, yeah. is kind of like, you know, uh, <laughs> give them a, a certain level that they can never really truly achieve, right? Okay, and so you know, instead of becoming, you know, you know, trying to become Christ-like, this become anti-Christ-like because it's easy. It's easy. You don't have to work. You don't have to do anything. You just have to be. A piece of shit, right? Okay, uh, that's you watch if the you gym, want if you want to give interview. something to the world, you want to, you know, make the the world a better place. You gotta work for it. You right. want to get a better place for yourself for those you love. You gotta work for it. It's easy to just friggin' you know say you know fuck the world. I I'll do whatever mm-hmm. I want. You know, it's all about me. Screw the world. And it's like, listen, if if I want to have this kind of friggin' conversation, I'll I'll sit down and talk to a, a two year old on a tantrum. Right. You yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, the the and 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 going with you know, uh, the three choices which uh, Matt and I were discussing about his death. Okay, uh, either he overdosed on purpose. Gay suicide by drugs. Right. Uh, he overdosed by accident, mm-hmm. or you know, someone decided to you know help him overdose. Three possibilities, okay? Correct. Um, and each one of those possibilities probably happened. Heck, maybe all three at the same time, because I mean, you talk about someone that has decided to become. You let's know, go not- through. Let's go through each one. Because they're they're all factors, you know what I mean. Let's uh, go through. So we'll start with the accidental, which is the, probably the most okay. common thing. Because that's what was publicly said is that you know he after a, a long night of do, uh, fucking heavy drinking and, and heroin use, 
he yeah. just he went to sleep and never kind of woke up type deal. It overdosed and everybody was sleeping. I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, it makes sense for sure. Accidental. I mean, yeah, for sure. What do you want to say about the accidental aspect of it? <clears throat> well, accidental, yeah. I mean, that's definitely a possibility. I mean, when you have someone who's as addicted to drugs as he is, living his lifestyle, yeah. I mean, especially dealing with heroin. Now, here's a little in- interesting thing that I learned um, uh, doing some research uh, about heroin, okay? Mm. Which actually is why it leads to a lot of deaths. Now, when someone gets uh, uh, does heroin, they kind of have a, a ritual, okay? The way that they prep their arm, they they get the you know thing to tie down to have the vein pop up, and they shoot the heroin in them. Now, after doing that for a while, especially you know they usually focus on one arm, so the body, okay, starts to actually. When, when they start to like tie off and get the vein popping and all that, the body actually reacts to, oh, I'm going to get a shot of heroin. Hmm. Now, after constant use of doing that, uh, there's a reason why her- people have to keep on shooting more and more heroin because the body gets used to it. Because the body gets used to your ritual, how you do it on your arm. So it actually kind of preps your body to get ready to accept the heroin. Now, one of the things is, from what I heard, a lot of times accidental overdose with heroin is when they decide to switch arms. Because when you do it all on one arm, the body is used to that and knows exactly how much heroin is probably going to go in the body and how to you know, get the body ready to accept it. Now, when you switch the arm and, uh, and you... Open arms, baby. Yeah. With arms wide open. That's what I heard, at least. Yeah. Then, of course, after one arm is used to the prepping and the ritual, when you go to the other arm, your body isn't ready for that dose of heroin. So, let's say you get one whole syringe that you usually put into this arm, and then you go into the other arm expecting to do the same amount. Now, if you start off small like you used to in that arm until it built up, then this arm can start getting used to that ritual and your body can start getting used to the heroin. But a lot of people, I mean, if they're used to pumping in, you know, a shitload in this arm and then they decide to go to this arm, a lot of times they use the same amount and the body can't take it because they're not expecting that much of heroin going through this arm. So the body doesn't know how to set it up for it going through this. And that's why a lot of people overdose when they do heroin. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's, uh, there's so many different issues there with, uh, you have that, you also have people that they'll, you know, they get used to having a certain amount of heroin. And then they stop for a little bit, and when they get back in there, they try to, like, start off, you know, big boy pants type deal, and it gets them. Then, of course, you have, you know, just the fact of shit floating around, bad stuff going around. You know what I mean? I knew, I knew a really nice kid, John, back in high school, who fucking got hooked on the age, and uh, a bad batch went out, and uh, he was one of the people that passed from it. And uh, Mellow D, 
um, friend of mine, the hip hop producer, really dope. If anybody out there like hip hop, check out Mellow D Productions, kid. But uh, he also knew a dude that went out from the same batch. You know what I mean? So this guy was crazy. Now fentanyl's the thing. That's more of an in a cocaine thing. I think it's in everything. But uh, you know what I mean. But I think it's still tricky biz. I think it's still yeah. some tricky biz, dude. So back to Gigi. Um, so yeah, the accidental suicide's probably there. Uh, well, we were, you know, there was intentional suicide. Intentional. I know in the in the interview uh, that we were watching before the show, um, he he talks about how like he's at your peak. You know, people should kill themselves off at their peak. You know what I mean? Um, I almost vibe with he and he lived very suicidally. You know, if you're fucking that lifestyle is pretty much just slow suicide. And yeah, yeah. I yeah, I mean, I mean, going going with that, especially with uh, how he lived his life, how he made you know his persona and all of that. Yeah. And going on with what Matt said about what he's uh, been known to say. Yeah, I mean, it would not be surprising that he might have considered that at that moment he was as big as he was going to ever be. And to even push himself a little farther, like, you know, the old thing about a painter's paintings uh, become more, um, you know, expensive after they die. Right. Okay. And he could very simply have like, you know, I've, I've, I've gotten this great, you know, amount of people to follow me, to worship me and all of this. And yeah. I'm at the right point of like the old saying, you know, with Marilyn Monroe and James Dean dying young, you die young. You always are that image for the rest of your life. I mean, there's no, no one's going to have an image of an old, G.G. Allen. Everyone's going to have an image of the the guy he was at that moment. I am surprised there's no AI old G.G. Allen though. I've seen AI Freddie Mercury recently. So, well, well, I, 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 yeah, but I mean, I think more people like Freddie Mercury over J.G. Allen. Probably true. That's probably true. But I can only speculate. You know what I mean. But I think that he lived very, you know, crazy. Only a matter of time, and that's going to catch up with you. He did talk about in interviews how if you go out, if you go out at your most powerful, um, then you'll be like almost more, you'll be powerful when you transcend. Now, the thing I always wondered about with the suicide thing that I thought there might be some weight to it that was like the whole essence of going out while you're pow- the most powerful. Which is you'd you'd almost think he was he was getting on all these different TV shows. He was you know he was now in every household in America. You know what I mean? Um, The moms were watching it. You know what I mean? And uh, I almost feels like if that was the peak of his impact, and but he also because he was so against like corporate and success in a way, it's almost like he put himself with a glass ceiling where like you weren't going to see Gigi doing the Tonight Show. You know what I mean? You weren't going to see him doing a bunch of crazy things. He headlining Woodstock. You know what I mean? So it's almost like as far that's almost kind of as far as Gigi. You could almost believe that that's as far as Gigi would go before losing maybe the edge and becoming more of 
a mainstream thing. Like that was kind of the crossover. That's why I would put a little weight to the, to the actual suicide thing. And he was always talking about doing suicide on stage. You know, there's famous, there's a famous poetry reading in Boston of all places, our town uh, of him being like annihilated drunk and like doing spoken word and fucking like attacking a woman. It's just uh lunatic like he was head like he was fucking heavy there's certain people that just want to kind of like destroy themselves well not certain people this is it's a whole it's a part of the addiction and stuff like that you know it's a self-hatred type vibe but like there's people that are like just trying to destroy themselves and i think Gigi had a little bit of that in them um so yeah like i do think it was kind of uh i think he knew what he was doing i i don't think that he I don't quite know if he said, okay, I know I had some of this an hour ago and I realistically uh, probably shouldn't have this next dose, but I'm going to because I won't get high like a motherfucker. And if I die like a motherfucker, they're going to remember the name, J.J. Allen. You know what I mean? So there's that aspect to it, I think. But then there's the third aspect. Uh which is if somebody else put a helped out with it. And the kind of weight behind that one, I feel, is when you're, I want to compare Gigi and and Charlie Manson for a moment, Um, because they are comparable in more than one way. You know, they're both musicians. I think that Gigi had the element that Charlie had where Charlie could tell you something that was completely bad shit crazy in one moment and then in the next moment tell you something that's so spot on about like society or the way people treat each other that you're almost like what the fuck's going on with this what's going on here what's going on these are two different people trapped in a fucking one person you know what I mean I think Gigi had a little bit of that too um you know, this is coming from the Manson thing wasn't that far off from this. It was what, 15 years or so maybe from GG Steel, maybe a little more, but like they were definitely keeping an eye out for stuff like this. And Gigi wasn't your typical rock and roll person where it was like, yeah, man, go party in the woods and have some beers and listen to some fucking Ozzy. It was like, it was hard to the core. And I think he said a lot of really crazy shit. And I can only speculate that I feel I don't think that he was into some of the stuff that he said, but he could be. And if he was, that's fucked up. I know that he was became very friendly with uh, John Wayne Gacy, not the actor of all the Western films, the guy that uh, I believe raped and killed and maybe not in that order. Um, some folks, you know what I mean? Um, and I remember he, there was a thing in the documentary about Gigi going to see him in prison and him being like, Gigi's a good guy, but he smells like piss or something like that. Like he just reeked the piss because he was always fucking pissing himself. He's drunk, dude, hardcore drunk. Gigi was like not built to last type deal. There's certain people, it's like the star, they just burn as bright as can be and then it's gone, then it's out. And that's kind of like, my vibe on Gigi, but you know, for him getting to this place, like we're saying, where he's on these talk shows, open, you know, in all these houses in America, you know, 
all the people that, you know, the tip of gores and all the people that look at the musicians and what's coming into the stores and really give fusses and pick it and be, be, you know, a nuisance for these artists and stuff. You're now in front of all them. Um, and you're going on there and you're saying things like you're going to take your seven year old daughter and uh, have sex with them. And that's just the way it's going to be. Daddy, if you don't like it, you can go fuck yourself. Like one of those deals, like that whole attitude is like, it's kind of, it's like kind of even ex- something that's almost even extreme. He was ahead of his time with like shock, dude. Like, like I don't think that after Gigi Allen, dude, I don't think there can be anybody is shocking. You know what I mean? Um, there's rappers. The last shocking thing that I remember hearing is there was a rapper that did like a music video where he him and the devil were like gay or something like that and that was like shocking but that's like nothing compared to Gigi Allen shit dude Gigi Allen stuff you see they that they, they you know the new people got to get downright satanic to try and fuck with Gigi Allen shock value you know what i mean um Gigi Allen was i really do think he's the la- he's the last of the I almost wanted to say like, like it's, it's he's the he 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 really I mean it, it, to be more shocking than him you would have to go on stage and kill yourself every night literally and that's just impossible you know what I mean but I do feel uh, the weight to that like I said before would be going in, into all these homes. And now you're upsetting people. There's powerful people in powerful places in, in in small America that could stretch out. And now, you know, you're saying you want to do these things and maybe people might want to say, you know what? There's enough people that follow this fucking guy. He's like Charlie Manson on the outside. You know, he could do some damage. Though. What to, when did Waco happen? What year was that? That was what, mid to late oh, 90s? Yeah. Could be, could be. I don't remember when. when I think so, David Koresh. Um, I think I could be wrong, but that was roughly around the, the era of Gigi Allen. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, the thing is that uh, going with Gigi Allen and yeah. Manson and Koresh uh, and all of those, that I uh, yeah, they all, they all are, they get. A whole bunch of people that are easily manipulated yeah. to follow them. And, uh, um, and the, I, I would say that, uh, Gigi Allen, I, I wouldn't put him in the same category of them just as, as the fact that, you know, uh, they, I guess, I guess, um, DG could have been a cult leader. He, that's right. Well, I mean. yeah, yeah. He, he yeah, been, I mean, in, in essence, he was a cult leader in his own right. And this was at a time when they were really watching for stuff like this. So that's yeah. why I think that holds weight. There's a little weight that could actually be held with the fact that somebody yeah. could have, made, you know, made sure. Why don't we give him a hot dose so he leaves tomorrow instead of in a couple of years? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I mean, the thing is with everything that he said and did and all that. Yeah, someone wanting to, you know, get rid of him or, you know, 
give them a hot dose right that minute would not be surprising. Yeah. And the, the only thing is that, um, I have to admit, yes. the more and more that we talk about G.G. Allen and, and, and all of that, uh, the more I, I lean towards the, you know, accidental overdose. Yeah. Um, because not saying that there wasn't a bunch of people that probably wanted him dead. And I know a lot of people did not mind that he suddenly Even like was community people. Even like there's band members that wanted to fucking beat him up and like hated him. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. just like, it's not just like powers that be or like religious groups saying he's going to go. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's probably, you know, fucking heroin dealers on the street that he could have had deal with. Could have had issues with it. They slide him off a dose, you know. And I know that in the dock, there's banned people that fucking are angry with them. You know what I mean? And when you have that lifestyle, yeah. dude, it's. I mean, I mean, the only thing that makes me wonder is the fact that since he was so, so, um, I mean, over the top with the drugs and everything he does. Yeah, I think most people. I mean, it's like going back with what uh, we said with Princess Die and 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 uh, some other people, yeah. where where they don't actually kill somebody, but they step back and they let the shit happen. They they see where the they see the cliff, yeah. okay, and they see he's on a train, and the train's going off the cliff. We all know it, but you know, no one bothers to even waste their time trying to tell him. Or get him off the track because we're like, you know, serves him right. He's going to ride himself off the track. I think, honestly, I think the only reason uh, uh, that he wasn't killed probably was the fact that most people were so sure that he was going to end up killing himself off with drugs or as some kind of stunt anyway that they weren't worried that he was going to be around much longer. Yeah. Especially with how much he drank and how much he did heroin. Um, and, uh, as long as, you know, they, they, uh, there wasn't any pressing matters like, man, we gotta get rid of him now because if we don't, tomorrow he's going to, you know, set the world ablaze with yeah. his music or rhetoric, which I don't think he was at that point at that moment. Yeah. And going with uh, the suicide, which, honestly, I would not be surprised that he would, but the person that he puts forward, if he was going to do a suicide, he would do it in front of an audience. He would not have gone back to wherever flop house or where he was hanging and just, you know, do it that way and, and you know, kill yeah. himself in the quiet of wherever slum he was at. Mm. Uh, because he was the type of guy that if he was going to, if he was playing uh, kill himself, he would have like done it right in front of everyone in the audience. True. Um, well, you know, I think that, you know, I think that all three of those things, there, there's, there's discussion points within them. That's why I thought this would be a fun episode for to. Tonight, because it's not exactly a conspiracy theory, it's not exactly true crime, but it is something that kind of dances on the line of, and you could almost put a little 
you could fall into any one of those three categories. There might even be more categories out there of what happened, you know. But, you know, if you guys out there like that, let us know by uh, in the numbers, you know. We'll give it a, give it a couple of listens, you know what I mean? Well, listen to it a couple of times, and we'll see them numbs, and we'll know. Or hit us up in the book. If you enjoyed this type of uh, deal, maybe we'll take a route into some uh, topics like this in the future. If not, give us the numbers, too. But just send us emails as well, saying you don't like it, and uh, we'll get a yeah. population. You know I mean? Yeah, I, I promise. Listening to us will be better than listening to anything Gigi Allen ever did. Well, now the sad part is, if you ask the people at home, they got to be who will they talk about longer? Behold the Pill podcast or Gigi Allen? Um, uh, should be talking about really Behold the Pale podcast. It should be, but I'm scared. I, I'm scared. He's already he's been dead for 25 years or so, and people we still doing Behold the Pale podcast about him. You know his music's still coming out. The documentaries, his live DVDs are still coming out. So you can't be hating on the dude too much. You know what I mean? And uh, it is what it is. Well, what can you say? I mean, I mean, it's 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 like, um, I mean, actually, there's a, another documentary that came out recently by Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah, it was actually interesting. I watched it on Netflix. Um, but I mean, you can also argue that he was in the same kind of boat that Anna Nicole was, where that he kept on getting, you know, the interviews and the publicity and all that when he was outlanders, when he was obnoxious, when he was acting like a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, there was a point in the documentary with Anna Nicole Smith where they, um, I think they had a recording of a mother asking her why, why she, you know, does the things she does and puts out a very negative uh, vision of herself. And she's yeah. like, for every good thing that I do, I might make, let's say, um, uh, a few grand, but you know, for every negative, every you know, bad, you know, um, like scandalous story I put out, I make like a hundred thousand dollars. And and you can argue that's a similar thing with him, but for him, it was less about the money and more about just being seen, just Legacy. people, you know, Legacy. reacting to what he's doing. Live fast, die, scumfuck. You know, legacy, legacy. So if you enjoyed this episode, go check out our legacy on more episodes of Behold the Pill podcast. If you like to watch, you want to try and watch very rare stuff, um, you're allowed that on our Patreon page at patreon.com uh, backslash boombastic streaming. That's boombastic with two O's. And if you're watching it now, you're already at the party. Crack a beer. Do some H-bomb with GG. We'll catch you all in the casket. Have a good night. We'll catch you in the next episode of Behold, 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 A Pale Podcast. Gigi Allen brags he's on his way to becoming the leader, the messiah for America's youth. He already claims to have a million followers. Wherever he goes, he plays to sell out crowds. And this is what they see. Concerts filled with violence, bloodshed, and sexual assault. 
Gigi Allen wants to lead America's young people in a bloody revolution to take over the country. And he says nothing can be done to stop him. Why is that, Gigi? Nobody will stop you because I'm the true underground messiah. When you come to my show, you're going to a war. And I'm out for violence, chaos, un lawlessness all the way. I don't care about anybody or anything except for myself and my mission. And your kids out there, if you've got kids out there, they're going to be my kids. I'm going to own those kids. They're going to do anything that I say. And why is that? Why do they do anything you say? Because I'm the king. And they can identify with me because the real, true, nonconformist children in this country are sick and tired of their parents, their schools, their people force-feeding them what to do. I am the answer. When they listen to my lyrics and they listen to my songs, they're listening to the way okay. that it really should be. And you know that and I know that. So don't because your kids are my kids. All right, let me, I don't mean any disrespect here. I had never heard of you before we were going to do this show, okay? And I did a lot of reading about you, all right? Now, I want to know, is this, you seriously mean what you're saying? Absolutely. This is not I've been doing this ever since I was a child. I have been, this is what you see is what you get. I do this, when I wake up tomorrow morning, I'll still smell the same way, I'll still look the same way. This is not a show, this is not that. I am that guy. Now, do you, okay, do you honestly believe yes. that you're a charismatic figure? I believe that I am the king. I am the messiah. I rule the rock and roll and underground. I'm bringing us to a revolution against the government, against the police, against any form of society that is trying to put us down and restrict us in any way, shape, or manner. You cannot conform. You must be a true nonconformist. To hell with what your parents have to say. Okay, okay. I am the man. Okay. So all you have to do is listen to what I have to say. Okay, well, who told you you were the Messiah? I said I was. Okay. And I am because these kids, I get letters from all over the world. People worship me. They come to my shows. I'm going to rape the girls. I might rape the guys. I might have sex. I'm, I want it all. I want it all, and I'm going to have it all. Okay, let me ask Because I am everything. All right, yeah. You uh, you go way beyond sex, drugs, and rock and roll in your performances. You uh, self-mutilate on, on I stage. I self-mutilate. I beat the out of my audience. If they're in my way, I take them out. I don't care. I don't care about anybody or anything. When you come to my show, I'm the boss. I'm the king. You do what I say. You can challenge me. I have no problem with yeah. that. I, I like the confrontation. Yeah. But you're going to lose. All right, do you... Are you, are you proud of what you do? Absolutely proud of what I do. Why are you proud of what you do? Because I am who I am, and I'm not a phony like everybody else out there. I am real. And I, how many of you can, at 35 years old, sleep with 16, 12, 13-year-old girls and boys and animals? Hey, this is the life. I got it all. And I got your kids. You worried about him, audience, or what? Yeah? You better be. How many of you aren't worried? How many of you think this is so ridiculous your kids would never buy you're, into well, it? Well, you're... Okay, right. well, come on. Come what? on, I'll take you on. Well, don't run right All now. Right. Come on. All right, simmer down. Come simmer on down. down. Simmer down. We'll simmer see, down. won't we? All right. This sounds like you, I mean, it sounds like you're real angry. I've been angry since the day one. I knew the yeah, day well, I why, was born. Why are you so angry? I just hate everybody. There's no need for me to like everybody. Everything that I have in this world, I put back into number one. I am number one. I don't need to give anything to anybody. You don't need to give anything back. I don't need to give anything back. I take it all. All right, why, do you know why you have so much hatred? I have so much hatred because I look at these people, these robots, these, these conformists, these people that dress in their uniforms, and I'm sick and tired of it. What are you wearing? What is this that? This is not a uniform That's not a uniform? You can say it's a uniform. I can say that's a uniform. So I got a but uniform. This is, you what don't I have a uniform. this is what I wear every day. If you see me tomorrow anywhere in Manhattan, you'll see me wearing yeah. this, and probably a whole lot less because you people wouldn't let me take my clothes off. I'd rather be out here naked. This was a good decision. It does not matter. All right. Yeah. This is real, and it's very important that people know that their kids are my kids, and I'm going to teach them, right. and you can't have them back.